Warning. Warning. Now for a word of caution. It's time to step into the danger zone with your host, the danger himself, Chris Danker. Chris Danker. Hey, hey, you, yeah, you, listen to this, what are you doing, what are you doing, <laughs> folks, we made it to 10 episodes, I might cut it here, honestly, because I didn't think we'd even make it this far, welcome back into the danger zone once again, as I said, episode 10, the anniversary episode, I think it's the diamond anniversary? If I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. Who cares? Uh, I have had such a fun time so far with this podcast. And the fun don't stop. Can't stop, won't stop, never stop. The main event tonight, uh, I have a good friend of mine for quite some time now, James Darnell, a.k.a. Pulse, who is launching his very own wrestling promotion along with Johnny Blood, Tony Pizza Guy, uh, DPW, Deadlock Pro Wrestling. We talk all about that, where the idea came from, some of the talent they're going to be booking. It's a really, really cool conversation. Uh, just just quick segment, honestly, about DPW and the genesis of it and where it started and where it's going. It was a really fun uh, little conversation with Jimothy. And obviously, he'll be back on at some point in the near future, too, for a uh, full-blown, you know, biographical type, type situation, because... Like I said, that's my boy, and talking to him is always a good time. On top of that, too, today, I'm also going to be doing something that I don't I don't really plan on doing this often, necessarily. Uh, I'm not a big review guy. I'm just not. I, I can, I, I could, you know, talk for extended periods of time about what I thought about things and if I like things and how I felt about things, but I just don't really want to anymore. <laughs> like it's not, it's not something that, that tickles my fancy. So I'm, I'm much more succinct, 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 succinct. I'm much more. <laughs> well, now I don't know what the word, now I can't think of the right word. I, I you know, you know what I'm trying to say. All right. You know what I'm trying to say. I'm much. I'm quicker with it. I'm a lot quicker with it these days. Here are my thoughts. Bing, bang, boom. On to the next one. Uh, but I will be talking a little bit about AEW Full Gear, the uh, pay-per-view that just happened this past weekend. Really cool show from top to bottom. Uh, like I said, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Hey, guess what? Shout out to my patrons. I appreciate you guys. Well over 100. On our way to 200 on there. Um... Dark matches are going to return next week. Uh, unfortunately, no dark match episode this week or last week, but we're going to change that. Don't worry. We got some some bangers coming up. I had to switch a couple things around, too, uh, as far as guests go. So some future guests that were already supposed to be on will be coming on in the near future. Just just, just, just what I say, we got some cool stuff coming up. Uh, you know, I, I, I not only have some really big plans for this, but some of those plans are already... Uh, being set in motion, so um, I'm excited, and if you are part of the Patreon page, part of that community, uh, to check out all the bonus content, and just to support the show in general, uh, I greatly appreciate that, and honestly, if you're just sitting here listening to it, you pop it on in your car, or on the, in school, or on the friggin', wherever you listen to it, on the toilet, I don't care if you listen to it, 
wherever you happen to listen to this podcast, just the fact that you search for it, bring it up, subscribe to it, look for it, listen to it, whatever. Uh, I am eternally grateful for that. Thank you guys so much for the support so far. 10 episodes deep. Here's to uh, 10,000 more or something. Almost Christmas time. Yeah, I said it. Not a big Thanksgiving dude because I just eat all the time anyway. So whatever. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I know. Christ, Thanksgiving is not just about food. Yes, I know. I know. It's about being thankful. But when you're thankful and grateful all the time, then, you know, you're just, it is what it is. And uh, it's just another day to eat good food with people you care about. And I'll, you know, I'll take that any day of the week. Christmas, however, that's special to me. I always feel like a little, little baby boy around Christmas. Makes me happy. Makes me feel joyous inside. And you got to keep that, that childlike uh, wonder and spirit about you. The, the older you get, no matter what. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sure I, I remember that as, as time goes on. Not that I'm ever going to grow up anyway. So it really doesn't matter. Um, let's get to it. I say, I'm not going to even do that little noise that I do where the transition, let's just do it. AEW Full Gear was a really good show, I think, from top to bottom. Uh, The pre-show, the pre-show match, the buy-in match, I'm sorry. Jamie Hayter, Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, Hikaru Shida, four of, honestly, probably my favorite women in the whole company. Uh, Them all being in the same match is really cool. I know a lot of people feel a certain type of way about, like, kickoff shows and buy-ins and, you know, pre-shows and stuff. And, you know, it is what it is. They're, they're, you're, if you're getting time on a show like Full Gear, it, it is what it is. Darby Allen, MJF, opened up the show. I will be dead honest with you. When they opened the pay-per-view with this match, I said, mm, I don't know if this is the best way to open the show. And this is, don't even try to get me wrong. I love both MJF and Darby Allen. I think character-wise, two of the most, you know, intriguing characters in the entire company i it just it didn't feel like that was going to be like the time i thought maybe all the lucha bros you know are gonna kick it off with you know it's high, high flying uh it, they had street fights and extreme rules match extreme rules matches <laughs> oh my god i gotta get the brainwashing out um you know what i'm talking about they had all these different types of matches that they could have put on first and putting on you know a what was most likely going to be just a you know a, a one-on-one standard wrestling match I was like okay that's that's not expected but whatever and man a couple minutes into that match and I was hooked they just they hooked me real real quick into that a fantastic match I was just right as soon as that happened I was like okay okay they know I'm gonna shut up they know what they're doing <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just sit back and, and enjoy the show and from there I I honestly did uh Tag team title match was great. I felt it maybe went a little bit longer than it needed to, only because of the match before that, the opening match, it also like was a was a little lengthy. But my God, FTR and and the Lucha Bros, just two of the best tag teams in the world. No friggin' complaints. What do you What do you want me to say? It's like two of the best in the world. This is why I like doing reviews because I'm like Lucha Bros, FTR. What do you think is gonna happen? What do you think is gonna happen? It's gonna be a, It's gonna be a great match. It's gonna be a fantastic match. Uh, Brian Danielson and Miro World Title Eliminator Tournament. Obviously, it sucks that uh, this couldn't be Moxley and Brian Danielson, but you know Mox's mental health far more important than a title tournament for you know a title he'll probably have again five six more times in the future. And you know Moxley's going to be the man in, in AEW for a long time going forward. So the fact that he's taking some time off for himself, uh, I think that's. That's awesome. So good for him. And Miro having a chance like this was also really good. He looked pretty dominant during the match. Uh, I think he, 
I think he needs something, you know, something big again. I don't really know what it is. He's kind of, he's kind of, this is why I wouldn't really want to be like a full-time booker. I like doing little fantasy things here and there, just like everybody else. But man, it's like, I, I want Miro to be, to be this big, badass monster all the time. Um, I don't know, but sometimes, sometimes you got to lose. Sometimes you just got to lose. And Brian Danielson was, you know, the right person, I think, to be in the title match or in title contention. But I also think Miro should have something big planned for him too. So hopefully, hopefully they got something big planned for him. I hope, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna write a, I'm gonna write a letter. I'm gonna write a really strongly worded letter. Uh, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian. Yeah, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Christian Cage, Young Bucks, Adam Cole, False Count Anywhere. This was really cool. This match went way longer than I expected it to. Uh, the chair spots were cool. I appreciate a little bit of blood now and again. Uh, I see Adam Cole, you know, had a, had a lot of shine in that match and also took a, a big beating from damn near everybody. Uh, but man, was, I can't wait till till Cole. I mean, I love him doing with this, the, you know, everything with the Bucks and the Super Click stuff and whatever he's going to do with the Elite. But man, once when he like when they let him bust out and you know he gets his his world title run or something. Oh, I can't wait for him to just shut everybody up. That's anybody that's got uh you know a bad word to say about whatever Adam Cole is doing in AEW. Oh, you were the NXT champion. Oh, you could have done this and been that. And yeah, you could have been a fucking manager on the main roster. Like, shut the hell up. Like he's having the, he's having the most fun he's ever had in his life. You can clearly see it every time he's out there and. I don't know, man. I'm just, um, you know, I'm being a little biased, whatever. Of course, I'm, I'm very happy for him as a person. But match itself, very enjoyable as expected. Again, you get some of these names. It's like, what do you expect to happen? Then here comes Cody and Pack <laughs> versus uh, Malachi and Andrade. I like everybody in this match. Uh, this match definitely did not be to be, need to be on the show by any means. It did not need to be on the show. Uh it's it's felt like look i don't want to say it it felt like a little bit cody just trying to put himself on the show cody just hey we gotta have cody on the show he's gonna be on the show Uh, it is what it is and it's kind of like okay at this point you're doing it on purpose (laughs) like there's no way cody's not doing this on purpose anymore he he is a hundred percent aware he's a smart guy he knows what he's doing and he is very much slowly i mean in his mind slowly maybe but he thinks that, you know, he's he's taking his time and it's going to be this big, slow heel turn. And he's probably right. He's probably right. You know, he's telling people, oh, I'm never going to turn and blah, blah, blah. And it's going to be a slow, long, eventual burn. And, you know, this is, this is what I think. I feel like he's a smart guy. He understands what's going on. He knows why he gets the reaction that he gets. Uh, but at the same time, it's kind of like you can't wait too long to pull the trigger. You can't wait too long to to get that initial thing that you're looking for to happen to finally happen because for after a while people expect it and then expect it and expect it and then when it doesn't happen they're like oh all right we'll move on to something else uh so just just an odd not necessarily important match uh on the card but hey four of some badass wrestlers what you know again am i really gonna complain that much not really i said what i had to say and we're gonna keep moving <laughs> Britt baker ty conti aew women's title i think the outcome to this was exactly what it should have been i know a lot of people maybe thought oh maybe you know it might be ty's time or she might and it's like oh gosh she's gotten so much better obviously she's gotten 
like this last year for Ty Conti has been fantastic. She's improved exponentially, indubiously, expeditiously. Uh, but I just it just didn't feel like it was her time, and, I, and I'm kind of glad that they felt the same way. I think Brit's run has been really good. Uh, I think when the title comes off her, though, that's the story. It needs to feel a little more. I feel like the fans could be behind Ty a little more. Uh, they could probably do a little more to to push her as a babyface and get the people to actually be behind her and want her to take the title off of Brit. But because of how good Brit has been doing, I don't think any uh, not a lot of people want to see her drop the title to begin with. So it's you know again, glad I'm not a Booker. Gonna keep it moving. <laughs> Good match. Glad uh, that Britt kept it. I think that was the right thing. Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk. God damn it. This is the thing I was looking forward to the most. The match itself was really good. It was so, it was a, a really fun, like kind of different, something different from Punk since he's been back. Um, and Eddie, oh man, it seemed like Eddie was just in his head the whole time. And he was, you know, I, I appreciate that the story was... I'm not trying to beat you. I'm just trying to kick your ass. I'm not, I'm not trying to beat you. I'm just trying to kick your ass. I'm not trying to pin you. I'm just trying to kick your ass. And it's like, okay, they said it so many times. It's like, okay, obviously, Eddie's not winning this match. <laughs> Eddie's going to get a lot of offense in. Obviously, and then Punk's going to win. I, kinda, I realized that as much as I wanted Eddie to win, I realized halfway through the match, okay, Eddie's not winning this because I could tell by what they're trying to do here. It seems like they just want Eddie to get some really good shots in on Punk, but Punk you know, wins the wrestling match at the end of the day. I still firmly believe, I said this last week, I probably said it weeks before that, Eddie Kingston, and please tweet me when this happens, because it should happen, and it's got to happen, and I think it's going to, I think it will happen. I think it will happen, because of the way that this match ended. Uh, I don't think this is the end of Punk Kingston. It really should not, this should not be a one pay-per-view blow-off thing. This should absolutely be an ongoing, continuing thing. A hundred percent. Like, Eddie cannot get over the fact that not only did Punk call him a bum and look down on him and talk shit to him, but then he ended up winning the match and walking away with his with his handheld. As much as Eddie says, I don't want to care about winning, whatever, that I'm sure that's not the outcome that Eddie wanted. So there's plenty more juice on that uh on that whole situation, I think. So hopefully that keeps going. And I still think I'm gonna say it again. Wait, I'll run it back. Eddie Kingston should be the first person to beat CM Punk. CM Punk has not lost yet. Since he's come back, his first loss should be at the hands of Eddie Kingston because it's going to be a huge for Eddie, which he just fucking needs because he's always just so close and right there. And I think he just needs that one little thing to get the more casual fan behind him because a lot of people are behind him, myself included. And uh, I want to see more people get behind his ass. So let's do that, please. Uh, Inner Circle versus uh, top boys, top guys, American top team. This was, yeah, this was, you know, this was a cool little, little, it was what it was. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, the the whole MMA wrestling thing, I don't think, it's it's not as fit like a glove to me as it, it seems to be for a lot of people, and maybe I'm on the outside with that. I think everybody thinks there's just this, this, oh, the crossover just makes so much sense, MMA and wrestling, it's exactly, it's like, no, it's, bro, it's not, it's not even, it's not even remotely the same, what? It's I, I I and it's oh I I'm trying not to you know take it out anybody because the MMA athletes are obviously world class effing athletes right like take nothing away from that but not you know not everybody belongs in a wrestling ring it's a, it's a it's entertainment it's a different 
style, just because you can beat my ass, right, doesn't mean that I want to watch you pretend to beat somebody's ass. That, oh, again, I might be on the outside with that, but this wasn't really, you know, this wasn't too super on my radar through the night. I think this was where I, like, you know, got my snacks back together and, <laughs> you know, made sure I was I was hooked in, ready for the the main event. So, you know, 5v5 all over the place, street fight. There were some cool spots, I'll say that. But, uh, you know, overall, I, I don't think anybody really walked away thinking that was the match of the night. However, you want to talk about match of the night. Kenny O'Freaking-Mega, Adam Page, AEW, world title on the line, the Hangman versus the champ, and this this match delivered. I think it definitely delivered. Uh, the ending spot with the Bucks was great. It was perfect. It was a good callback to their whole relationship, and the story is great, and now I really hope that Kenny just takes some time off and maybe, I, I mean, you know, they might do something with the Elite first. They might, you know, maybe try to break them off or break them up or do something back and forth. Uh, but I think, you know, Kenny taking some time. I think they said he was injured, too. I think something's going on with his shoulder or something. Uh, whatever's going on with him, I just, I hope he takes some time and relaxes, goes home, you know, ices his shoulder, takes some time, uh, you know, spend with the dogs, maybe come on a podcast. I don't know. I'm just saying. He could have some extra free time. The invite is there, is all I'm saying. But, uh... <laughs> The ending of the Hangman Omega match, uh, not even match, just the story, was, uh, was you know, exactly how it should have been. I think they really, they nailed it, and the pay-per-view went off the air exactly how it should have. Really, really no complaints. There were, like I said, just a, a couple low spots during the show, but nothing that took me out of it. Uh, overall, a solid-ass pay-per-view. A solid, solid show, and... Oh boy, it's it's like it's becoming harder not to root for these guys and gals even louder. Just uh, you know, they've been doing some really good stuff, um, and 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 I've been enjoying it. And it's it's shocking, it's shocking, just the consistency at which I've been enjoying wrestling lately. Uh, and hopefully, it it sticks around for a a long long time because Full Gear was great. Can't see what AEW does from here, and. Uh, that's about that. That's the full gear. That's the full piece of the full gear. But now we're about to get ready to do a little transition into my conversation with my boy, James Darnell, a.k.a. Pulse. He is a YouTube content creator in the wrestling community. He's been streaming. He's training as a wrestler. And now he's launching alongside uh, Johnny Blood and Tony Pizza Guy. They are launching DPW, a brand new wrestling promotion, legitimate real life shit. It's not a CAW E Fed league or whatever. This is uh this is real shit. So we're talking to him about the beginning of all this, how it started and where it's going. It's just it was a really fun conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy. Sit back, relax, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for James Darnell to step into the danger zone. And I am now sitting here. With a uh, a longtime friend of mine, good old buddy, good pal, Mister James Pulse Darnell, sir. For those who uh, might not be familiar with you, or for whatever reason might not know who you are, give him a little background information on on who I'm sitting here with today, if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem. So I started doing YouTube 45 years ago. It feels like at this point, <laughs> um, I've been doing wrestling content for most of my adult life. 
Uh, started out with uh, WWE 12, I believe, was the game that I first uploaded mm. on the channel, which now, you know, that number didn't seem so crazy a few years ago, but now at that point, mm. I guess it is kind of crazy. Um, mm. Just been doing that since then. 2019, we started Deadlock, which is a wrestling brand, uh, DeadlockPW.com, and now it's a professional wrestling company, uh, Deadlock Pro Wrestling, which is not an EFED and is a real company. And you can find Stop that sending us your CAWs <laughs> at deadlockpro.com. So that's kind of like the skinny, I guess, right? That is that is kind of the the long and short of it. Yeah, and yeah, he's single single and ready to mingle. On top of that, folks, right? Always. Oh wait, and forever. <laughs> I like wrestling, Chris. Come on, man. It's hard out here. Oh, true. I mean, hey, I got I got lucky, but you know, yeah, whatever. That's true. Uh, so. Just so people know, like I want to have you, I want to have you for your own episode, kind of like I did with Brandon, because you know you, you and him have similar, very storied, you know, careers and in, in content creation so far. So there's a lot of real cool stuff we talk about. However, um, I would say, correct me if I'm wrong, probably the biggest news recently for you at all, and maybe ever, is the fact that, as you mentioned, you just launched an actual wrestling promotion. Yeah, like yeah, a re- like a wrestling. Not promotion, an not an efed like we've been doing for years. You know, like everything that that you and I have have done for years has been involved in digital wrestling. You know right. what I mean? So yeah, how yeah. how did how did this idea even begin in your mind to be like I want to do this? Well, Deadlock first started. You got to go back here a couple of years. Mm, Deadlock sure. first started on the heels of me almost. Uh, air quoting right now, retiring, I guess, from mm. doing wrestling stuff and just YouTube in general. So at that point, I was pretty burnt out. And I was like, man, I uh, I don't know, man. You know, you just do something for you know a job <laughs> for so many years and it just eats away at you yeah. for a while. And um, sure. so I was like, damn, I, I kind of want to try one more thing. We've never really done anything like this, you know, where I got like a group, a couple of guys, and we try to create something different than just doing the the YouTube thing that we've been doing for yeah. X amount of years. So uh, I got up with Tony Pizza Guy, which you guys might no know. He's another man. creator. He's probably, I think he and Tubby Emu might actually be the longest uploading. Like like they started, they were there. The OGs, right? Yeah, yeah. way OGs. Um, when I was like yeah. coming in, it was Tony and Tubby. Like those were the two guys that were, you know, at the top there. So Tony's been my friend for, like I've said before, pretty much my entire adult life. So I've known Tony forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got up with Tony and then I got up with Marcus Stevenson who worked on SmackDown versus Raw. And he worked on, uh, I think he actually worked on a few of the 2K games. Um, we mm-hmm. don't talk about that, but yeah. he did work on the SmackDown versus Raw <laughs> stuff. And uh, I was like, hey guys, let's, you know, what you guys, what are, you, what are your thoughts on this? You know, like everyone's got a different perspective with wrestling. Um, which mm. is what I actually think that's probably what makes Deadlock so different. It's because the people we got involved in it are all from different avenues of wrestling, which doesn't happen very often. You know, mm. like that doesn't yeah. happen very often. Most of the time, it's just like we all might, you know, we m- might all just watch AEW or something, but we, we, all, we all watch niched wrestling from all different stuff, <laughs> um, sure. which makes it works out. So um, we ended up starting that in 2019. 
the idea, honestly, I mean, it's always that discussion. Let's do a wrestling company. You know what I mean? Um, there's always that discussion. Is it though? I feel like that's not that's that's not a common discussion to have for a lot of people. It's not like a. It, it's one of those things where you bring just like man, I, we would love to start a wrestling promotion. I feel like every yeah. wrestling fan's like that. You know, hey, we would love to start. <laughs> a, you know, now that we got like an actual company, like it starts to mm. come into the view a little bit more. You know, um, sure, yeah. So, anyways, I end up going to Japan uh that december of 2019 um and we had to find somebody to cover me for the the podcast that we do um and then we got johnny on mm -hmm. board and then um mm -hmm. i ended up coming back from japan uh and then we talked to johnny and we we're like you want to just do this all the time with us and he was like yeah sure <laughs> uh and then you know things changed from there it's just deadlock grew exponentially over the next year or so we were mm -hmm. actually going to start it in 2020 um, mm -hmm. which was going to be, you know, pretty cool too, but the pandemic and all that, and then there's just no way yeah. that was going to happen. So, yeah, yeah. um, mm -hmm. then this year came and we've, you know, our, all the avenues that we do with deadlock are, are firing pretty hard right now. Uh, and we thought, yeah. wow, this is like, if there was ever a time for us to actually do this, <laughs> like it would be right now. Um, and yeah. we all know, like most of the wrestling that like me or Johnny or Tony watch, like obviously Johnny is known like more for deathmatch stuff. Um, I watch a lot of Joshi stuff, and and Tony is you know he was watching Bruno San Martino in in the seventies. So like <laughs> that's crazy, you know that's a whole different field of wrestling like stuff. And and what's great <laughs> studying tapes <laughs> back in the seventies. You know that's a good hand to have. You know what I mean? Um, so I mean you know you have Johnny watches the wrestling that I watch and I watch yeah. the wrestling that he watches and like while we all bring that together we also all we all watch it with each other because we're just fucking friends and we just like wrestling and like it just yeah. so happens that we all like the same shit so we're like okay if we start a wrestling company it'll be a little different um, the idea was uh, an indie wrestling company you know it is an independent wrestling company so I think a lot mm. of people or I, I don't know what their expectations are for it, you know. Um, but the talent sure. that we have on this first show that we're doing is incredible. And, like, we, we pretty much know exactly who we want. And uh, we're kind of on the, you know, I don't want to say pulse of the wrestling stuff. <laughs> oh, guess, my God. I guess we're kind of there, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's, that's the idea behind Deadlock Pro was, hey, uh, we have something pretty successful. If there was ever a time for us to at least give this a go, now would be that time, and uh, we think that we have not only the friends and the connections, but uh, the acumen to give this a legit go. Hell yeah. yeah. I think uh, probably when, I would say I would say more so around the time when Johnny joined Deadlock, I, I was getting a lot of questions about why are you not on Deadlock, why are you not on Deadlock? Like, I, get, I think people thought, like, oh, they're going to make it this really big thing or whatever. Uh, so... For anyone that that doesn't know, Marcus like Marcus did originally approach me about the idea about the whole deadlock idea and all this kind of stuff. And at that point in time, it's so it's so funny where me and you were were at at that point in time because we were in the same spot, but also in different spots. Because you were like we we were both fed up with the wrestling content. We both like didn't really want to do the same shit that we were doing anymore. And you got approached with, hey, rest, this wrestling brand, this cool stuff, blah, blah, blah. And you were like, yeah, that sounds cool. And I got approached with wrestling brand, blah, blah. And I said, that I, I hate that idea. 
<laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I said, I don't, I don't know. No, I don't. Like, at that point, I was like, I barely watched, honestly. Even like I, I felt, too, that I wouldn't even be able to contribute that much. And and being able to sit back, though, and see what Deadlock has become, I like, I'm, first of all, insanely proud of you guys. And I think it's, like, legitimately perfect the way that it is. And I think things happen that way for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I you I actually don't know if a lot of people know that you were approached like before we even launched it. Like you you were yeah. approached. Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a pretty big info bomb there. Yeah. So Chris, we did approach Chris about it, but we were yeah, we were just in different spaces when it came to uh you know what we were doing at the point. But somehow mm-hmm. Chris always ends up involved in what we do because we fucking love this. Game, so it don't matter. You know, <laughs> we uh, like that, that. That's the thing too. It's it's you know the relationships that we've built over these last couple of years. It it it, re- it really doesn't matter. Like it's it's I don't care necessarily what the topic is or whatever. It's can I support my boys? Can uh, can we support each other and do these things? Like I, I'm always going to be on board for that shit. A, uh, uh, AEW changed a lot of things. I mean, like realistically, it, uh, it honestly did. It honestly did for me, especially as, this this podcast probably wouldn't exist without AEW. Honestly, just yeah, like I mean, the it kind of revitalization of yeah, exactly. That's. That's exactly how I would word it. Is that like it, it just kickstarted my appreciation for all this again? And it's like it's, I, I like everybody, oh yeah, you, you fucking AW shell. Here comes. It's like no, it's not like that. It's just like thank God there was something that that got me back into it, and I I genuinely you know appreciate that. Uh, yeah, no, I have that. a lot of fun tuning in every week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, not everything is great, but uh, it's uh, it's yeah. the most beautiful train wreck on TV right now, and I love it. I love like <laughs> just tuning in and not knowing. You know what I mean? Like they just don't. They'll yeah. try anything, and I think that's very yeah. interesting. I think that is uh, very refreshing. Yeah. Very refreshing that you kind of get used to the the pattern of you know sports entertainment how it's been for a while, and then kind of seeing a break from that pattern is is nice, and I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, same. So people, so people know what's what's your like what's your longer term goal with DPW? I mean, like I I know that you're trying to go you know head to head with the Fed, brother, but like, but of course, <laughs> in your words, <laughs> we got to get the F out. In your you words, I mean? where what's your like long term goal with it? Um, well, the goal really is uh, just to grow it as much as we can. Um, we don't really have mm-hmm. a set like uh, we don't have a set goal of like this is the end game for us. Like we. Mm-hmm. We think that uh, first off, we think independent wrestling is awesome. Um, yeah. We think like the idea that you know guys are out there still traveling and doing their shit and, and you know perfecting their craft. We think that's cool. We think that's like a really cool concept. And um, mm-hmm. the idea for us right now is to uh, continue growing venue wise. Would be awesome, you know, like being able to rent bigger and bigger vig- venues as we get along. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, we yeah. have long-term goals and like the, I- we have uh show ideas that we would love to run, you know, but it's, it's like mm. stuff. I, I don't want to really discuss too much into what we have, but <laughs> we have a couple of show ideas that we like have written down and are, are trying to like kind of plan out um, mm-hmm. over the next year or so. that are really, really cool ideas and like maybe might revisit some older stuff that isn't around, um, especially when it comes to like independent wrestling. Cause you know, me and mm. Johnny uh, kind of, grew up on not just WWF or WWE at yeah. the time. Um, yeah. So we've lived through a lot of different concepts in independent wrestling. I mean, not all of them are great, but <laughs> you know, there's a few <laughs> ones that we really enjoyed uh, that we might look at revisiting at some point over the next year or so. Um, <laughs> going to Japan and having a show is like a really big goal for us. Mm. I think 
Um, That'd be awesome. Yeah, I think that would be absolutely fantastic. Uh, like running some of the venues out there, like Shinkiba. Of course, the the Budokan would be ridiculous, just because we fucking talk about that all the time. The fucking of course, Budokan. yeah. Uh, that would be. <laughs> it's, I don't. I can't even imagine a world where that happens. But you know, that would be something funny to do at some point mm. too. Um, right now, uh, you know, I'm still training and everything. Uh, I guess at some point I'll be involved in DPW not only behind the scenes but on the screen too i assume um i don't know when i debut <laughs> or anything but uh that should be mm. definitely interesting i think will be uh <laughs> the word for that obviously we talked about a few things that we wanted to do with that but, yeah uh it'll be fun the biggest thing is we just want to have fun with it i mean like obviously yeah. We said it before when we first launched it. We're not trying to be like a super indie. We're not trying to compete with anybody. We're trying to have fun with the people that want to have fun with us and, you know, get some talented guys out here. I know that they'll they'll get exposure from it. And I think that's fucking, you know, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like being able to yeah. like put these talented people in a position where people that might not have ever seen it, which is a weird, it's a weird platform, right? So like. We started a company and it's already like without even running a show, like people are excited for it. And that's it's a, got that's, recognition. Yeah, sure. That's a, that's yeah. an interesting platform for wrestlers <laughs> to be on because a lot of these guys that that watch us or, you know, are, you know, deadlockites or, you know, hog dippers or whatever <laughs> the case, you know, maybe they don't all watch independent wrestling. Maybe they don't. Maybe they've never seen a lot of these guys, you know, ever. Yeah. Um, and now they will. And like, we think that that platform for, for wrestlers is important. And we think that, yeah. uh, you know, I think we can do a lot of fun shit. Really. I think that's, really I know, the, the I know I, I can raise my hand and say that like, there's a couple people that you guys have announced so far. And I'm like, Oh, I, I, I can't wait to find out what this person is about. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, Oh, I know this person, this person, but then I'm like, Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know who this person is. And, and you're right. Like having, having that platform, especially like. And this kind of leads into something that I wanted to talk to you about also is that the the background that we come from is like like we we spend our time making these things around uh, the and these stories and these concepts around these like digital characters and stuff and being these content creators and so I don't think a lot of people really understand how ingrained we are within the community as far as like the stuff that we hear, we get opinions from everybody, whether we ask for them or not. Yep. Just as far as right. what you think about what people think about shows, about wrestlers, about games, about everything that has to do with the the wrestling community. So now, taking all of that knowledge and everything you know so far, I feel like that is probably a big advantage over uh, what someone you know, someone else that might just be launching a wrestling company randomly would have. Do you yeah, agree? no, I, yo, I absolutely agree. Uh, mm. and yes, that feedback is definitely important. <laughs> it is. It, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it is. is. It is uh, something that you are that you when you say we get it, whether we are wanting it or not, you are correct. Whether we ask for it or not, um, it's there. But I guess in some way, shape, or form, it's kind of molded what we do. Or you know, mm -hmm. uh, over the x amount of years that we've done it, um, and we're excited to see that in real time for a real promotion it still doesn't seem like real i guess like maybe after we mm. do the first show like things will sure. kind of sink in a little bit um mm -hmm. but i think it's super i think the whole thing's super exciting i think that uh like i've already seen people making 2k stuff like they already made like 2k universe <laughs> modes with the rosters or you know stuff like that and, like, so sick 
that's so cool. And it's like, you see all the guys that we have, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's unique in the sense that like people are making already making universe mode rosters. I saw guys that yeah. like, they didn't even know who these guys were at first and they downloaded CAWs mm. of them. You know, now they're playing with um, like some of the talent that we got, you know, like Calvin Tankman or KZT or Bojack or, or any of the people that we have on, on, on the roster right now. They're using like it's just a different kind of exposure, I guess, is the best way to say it. And it's it's mm. super interesting, not only from our perspective, but I'm sure for the talent that that we're getting in. It's, a, it's an interesting time, to say the very least. Yeah, <laughs> to say the the absolute least is a very interesting yeah. time. So <laughs> uh, the first show coming up is going to be December 11th in in North Carolina. You've been announcing uh, on social media, like a lot of the a lot of the entrants, not only in the world title tournament that you're having, but also just uh, some participants that are going to be on the show itself. Uh, who can you kind of run through for people that haven't been uh, able to see all of them? Just kind of give people a rundown of of what's been revealed so far, and maybe some teases of what people can expect. Or sure, you know. 100. Um, yeah, so we're going to be running North Carolina right now, um, mm. which is you know uh, North Carolina is like a hotbed right now. I think there's a lot of talent out here that. Um, like I said, just needs that platform. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of talent out here that is just waiting to break out. Um, and we're excited. Mm-hmm. We're excited to show that off. That's one of the biggest things too, is like, there's a lot of guys that I train with or I work with out here, um, that literally are just waiting for a break. That's it. They're, yeah. they're so ready. You know what I mean? Like they're so yeah. ready to be the stars they need. They, 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 they are. And, uh, we're super excited to kind of integrate that with people that we know, um, that have already mm. kind of made a name for themselves, integrate those guys with guys that they're just, they're just, they're just waiting. You know what I mean? It's just a waiting yeah. game for them. Um, and of course, you know, having people that are super important to deadlock is super important to us too. Like guys like Luther or, you know, Andrew Everett, mm. you know, is a big name for us yeah. too. And, um, but yeah, so what we're doing first here in December, that's December 11th in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Make sure that's North Carolina, not Florida. We got a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> people are like, oh, you're on in Jacksonville, Florida? I'm like, nah, it's North Carolina. No, we are not. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina, December 11th. Tickets are available at dpwtix.com. Um, that's going to be run at Missing Link CrossFit. Shout out to them for uh, letting us host there, which is really, really cool. Uh, we're going to be doing a couple of cool things here. We have the eight-man world's title tournament, which is going to be very interesting as we have some really mm. big names for that right now. We haven't finished announcing everybody yet, so uh, if you want to go to deadlockpro.com and stay up to date, that just sends you to our Twitter. Um, that'd be the best way to do it. But of course, we announced Luther first. We could not not have yeah. Luther. That's the big dog. That's our guy. You <laughs> know, Luther yeah. is the Deadlockite. <laughs> he is the I was, DNA. I was so happy when you when you guys told me that, like, you know, who you were gonna have on the show, and he and he was down to do it because that's like that is such it's such a beautiful story of of how you guys kind of all came together and supported each other and what it turned into, and it just like it. Of course, you announced Luther first. Like you had, you had to announce Luther first. I felt so. I was, I was really excited to to see that for sure. That made me happy. Yeah, you're the story is very <laughs> interesting. Like when we went, when I went out for the AEW, uh, the the general manager mode tournament thing. Mm-hmm. When I ended up winning that mm-hmm. and meeting Luther like for the first time, you know, because ended up picking him for the thing. And like, I, I didn't know what to expect. And he's just the nicest guy ever, you know. Uh, okay, <laughs> baby, he's a ruthless killer, but. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, piece of shit. yeah, but yeah, dude, he's awesome. Drag, he he's yeah. he's a, he's just a fucking sweet dude. So I was super excited to you know have him as a part of DPW, and uh, the reception that that he got was uh, otherworldly to say the very least about that. <laughs> that was fucking sweet. Um, but yeah, Luther's going to be out in North Carolina for DPW Fire, which is the name of the the event. DPW Fire is uh, a lot of people maybe might have missed this, but DPW Fire will be on YouTube. So the idea is to give mm. people some free content on YouTube um, and sort of do like an episodic road to up into an, uh, a show that we end up doing uh, with, a, you know, some payoffs on it. Um, it's like a bigger mm. event, I guess, is the way to put it. Um, that event will be on January 8th in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, we haven't mm. released too many details about that yet, but DPW Fire will be leading up to that. Um, and we wanted to make sure DPW Fire had some really interesting stuff. And I think tournaments rule. I think eliminator tournaments are I like their, yeah. awesome. Uh, and like, like having a world title, and we're going to be, we actually already have the title and like we're, we're it's almost done and like we're going to mm. debut it um, in January, which is going to be really cool. And we hope that wow. everyone's super excited. That, that, that sounds ridiculous already. You know, having a real world title is crazy. Um, but Luther's going to, yeah, it is. It's pretty, it's pretty it's awesome. Um, Luther's going to be there. Uh, he'll, he's going to be doing a VIP meet and greet also. So if you want to take a picture pointing at your head, uh, Luther will be there with a VIP <laughs> meet and greet. That's pretty sweet. Oh, hell um, yeah. announcing Rosemary as, as a uh, entrant in the world mm. title tournament was uh, really cool. Like that was something that we had planned out that like it worked out really well. Uh, and we're excited for Rosemary to be in that. And I, I think that she's going to put together some really fun stuff. Um, but she also has a VIP meet That's and greet so available. Sick. Um, all these on mm. dpwtix.com. Um, KZT, which uh, is starting, KZT has started breaking out a little bit here recently. Um, she was in the Bloodsport event recently. Um, that was, she had a phenomenal match. Uh, and we're super mm. excited to have her out. And she's going to, I know she's going to turn some heads. It's going to be great. Uh, Calvin Tankman, which if you watch even a little bit of independent wrestling or MLW or whatever the case, Calvin Tankman's had a breakout year over the last few years. And uh, he's in the world title tournament, which, the credibility there cannot be understated. Like getting him was so huge and uh, yeah. we're super excited to have him out. Uh, Rachel Rose is going to be there. Rachel Rose is, uh, she's out of Texas and she, uh, she, she sent us a picture. It was funny as hell. She sent us a picture with some guys at uh, an event she was at in Texas where they were doing uh, the deadlock Luther gimmick with the pointing to their head and like doing the thing. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well like we got to get you out. You know what I mean? And I watched her <laughs> matches. I'm like, and she's fucking great. So, like yeah of course like awesome. we're gonna get her out and do some fun sets it's gonna be awesome um andrew oh, everett yeah. of course the big dog the wall uh however you want to the giant <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah how can you not have a seven four monster in your tournament uh andrew everett will be awesome he's gonna be in the world title limited yeah. tournament um you know these are guys that we love these you know we love andrew everett and we, we like these guys yeah. are awesome um, Bo Jack, which is a local guy around here that I trained with who, uh, you know, that's, that's my guy, you know, Bo Jack's my mm. guy. Like I love this dude <laughs> so much, uh, and being able to lock him down for the world title tournament was awesome. And this is a guy that's like been sitting, you know, in the, in the NC Indies for a minute. Um, and mm. he's, so, he's so young. I rib him all the time about it. He's so fucking young and he's in wrestling years. He's old. He's the oldest man alive, but he's, you know, he's the youngest dude out. <laughs> And he is just so ready to break out, and I'm excited to uh, 
to have him a part of that too. Uh, we have Kevin nice. Koo, which is, uh, that guy is a fucking beast. Like if you haven't seen Kevin Koo before, before, uh, he was in a tag called violence is forever. He still is, but as a singles guy, uh, I think he's ready to show some really cool shit. Um, if you watch MLW, he was a part of team filthy for a minute. Um, and, and we're super excited to have him out and he's going to, he's really going to kick some ass. Um, and Helica oh, risk, yeah. which is somebody that we were super excited to get out. She was on dark a few times. Um, and mm. I think that she's going to have a pretty fun, pretty fun match, uh, that we have set up for. So it's going to be cool. And then the last person that we announced recently was kid bandit and kid bandit is, mm. uh, an enigma <laughs> kid bandit will be the most interesting person at this uh, event, which is crazy to say, as we have, you know, Luther and Rosemary and a 7-4 monster giant and Kid Bandit Jesus. fits right in there. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> I'm super excited to have to have Bandit out and, and just have I mean, like we're not even done announcing people yet. And like this mm. feels like to me that it's just it's stacked. You know, the talent. It already is, feels like insanely stacked. Yeah, it feels like a. A, a can't miss type situation honestly so if if anyone listening to this is in the north carolina area even if you're not in the damn north carolina area if you can make the trip out december 11th to jacksonville north carolina dpwtix.com any other any other information to uh to give the, the listening audience that they should know before before i let you go Sure. So, uh, yeah, dpwtix.com. That's going to be how you're going to get tickets for any of the events that we end up running. Uh, December 11th, Jacksonville, North Carolina. If you're in the area, even if you're a few hours away, come out. It's going to be a super fun time. It's a few tapings. All those tapings will be on YouTube for everyone to watch. Uh, and then, of course, January 8th, we're going to have our bigger event in Raleigh, North Carolina at the Raleigh Convention Center. The cards that we have for both of these shows are phenomenal. Like we were looking down this and we just sitting there in a Discord chat. and We're just looking at this card up and down and we just all say to each other, damn this <laughs> looks awesome we are super excited to show everybody we still have some surprises in store uh for both of these mm. events some pretty cool surprises to say uh mm. to go back to the well one more time to say the very least here some very cool, I surprises. Like cool surprises yeah I like it's gonna cool be surprises. sick it's gonna be awesome man nice pretty cool bro well i gotta tell you that uh i'm insanely proud of of you and tony and johnny for like just having the balls to do something like this because this is not this is not an easy venture just from literally any standpoint financial uh it's like social (laughs) it's it's you know it's it's an uphill battle and uh and you guys have a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge in this. Oh, God, I'm, I'm gonna hate. Put, I'm never gonna hear the end of this putting you guys over like this. But <laughs> you guys are like you guys have become. Uh, you know, some of my closest friends through through all this, through all the the random wrestling shit. You know, one of the one of the most positive things I can say is the. You know, I've met some great fucking people from that, and that absolutely includes the three of you. Uh, so I wish you nothing but the absolute best with this show. I'm, I I hope it's phenomenal and i hope the company is incredible and i hope you i hope you take down vinny mac and you put him in a, <laughs> stomp a mud hole <laughs> put him in a pot no but you know what I'm saying. yeah and, uh, absolutely. you know good luck and and i love you bro and i hope i hope everything goes phenomenally Sorry. i love you too man thank you so much for having me on it was a fun time talking about this shit man hell yeah bro and i'm sure we'll be back soon with plenty more it's james darnell pulse in the building and we'll catch you guys on the next one see you
Oh my god, we're out of time! <laughs> we gotta get the fuck out of here! <laughs>